This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Todd Mason doesn't listen to the show regularly. He has no idea what he's stepping into. Purple <laughs> Rain. <laughs> Todd Mason, Purple Rain. Good song, bad song? One of the best. Absolutely. One of the best. That's why I like Todd. He's a Purple Rain kind of guy, Dom. This girl we got here, she doesn't like it. She drives. I never said I'm that. I'm telling Grandma on you, it's Dom. It's not my favorite. I, don't, I think you said you didn't like it. No, I said I'm not a huge fan. That doesn't mean you don't like something. It means you're not a huge fan. Todd, if somebody said they weren't a huge fan of the Beach House, that would be an insult, right? I would never say that. I'm telling that. Nana Peggy on Dom. I would never say that. That's bad. It's bad wording. Todd Mason joins us, uh, the Beach House, and uh, life life has changed. Uh, how, how are you doing, brother? How, you know, the life's still going okay? You know, we've, at the end of the day, when I look back and wake up and go to sleep every day and think about what I'm doing, we've been blessed, that's for sure. That's good. We have. And then I wanted to ask you, uh, it, I'm a huge Prince fan. Sure. And I heard that. Not too many people cover that song because the guitar is so hard. Is that true? Uh, I would believe it. First, oh, first of all, Prince's catalog is not available anywhere. Like, you're, I don't think you're allowed to do very many songs on like singing shows. Like, like they they've been locked out. At least when he was alive, they were locked out. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I don't know how you could. I know, I know many. If you, any ranking, he's one of the top three guitarists of all time. Clapton yeah. says that he's the best. Prince said Clapton was the best. I always thought that was cool that they did that. Uh, and you've got a handful of other great guitarists, but still, that would make total sense, because what band could possibly cover it and do it justice? Yeah, because I think, I remember I was watching, it was shortly after his death, and there was a tribute of some sort, and they couldn't find, or somebody was going to do it, and then they pulled out at the last minute because they couldn't do, they just couldn't do it as yeah. good as he could, and it was something like that. So, from what I understand, I guess to pull off the Purple Rain guitar aspect of it is very, very difficult. Yeah. Well, remember the Super Bowl? He's playing it oh, in yeah. the rain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was insanity! Yeah. It was insanity. So no, I'm with you. So thanks. Your, your Thanksgiving uh, plan went well. I, I saw that you guys were doing a big thing. I, I read this to my wife. I said, look, look what look what Todd's doing at the beach house. You can pick up a whole Thanksgiving dinner, you know, early on Thanksgiving, and and or or uh, or warm it up and pick it up the night before, warm it up the next day. What a cool idea! And you sold out of them. Yeah, we sold out uh, this morning. Um, I was surprised, and oh. uh, it went over really well. And you know what I really appreciate is the fact that people entrust the sacred holiday dinner to us yeah and we're going to provide you know an, an awesome turkey cooked to perfection and you know grandma's noodles mac and cheese how, how many did you sell we sold 44 and you can you can make 44 turkeys on thursday morning <laughs> yeah Wow, that's amazing! Isn't that cra- isn't that crazy? Yeah, you're a busy, dude. You're a busy, dude. That, yeah. that, that's really that's really. There's going to be a lot of people having dinner for the you know making dinner for the first time right. because they're not going to the big family because of the COVID situation. Yeah. Uh, it also means there's a lot more risk of fires. This is a very popular holiday for fires. People that are frying turkeys and uh, and you know and, and working around ovens, especially if they're not used to it. Uh, so number one is safety, probably right when you start when you start trying to give people some tips. I, I'm guessing even in your kitchen there a little heightened awareness of, of how much is going on when you're preparing all this stuff? Yeah. It, well, always in, in a kitchen environment when there's sharp things and hot things, you <laughs> cut and burnt all the time. But 
um, when we are doing turkey, turkeys and or a, a large catering, if you will, yeah, yeah, you know, you always want to make sure your team is uh, there for their A game, and we uh, take it serious, and because a, a lot of these, you know, culinary guys, you know, this is like them taking the field, you know, uh, on a game day, yeah, and they mm-hmm. want to do a great job, and they want to see the finished product be awesome. And so they step their game up, you know, and it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. And there's a thrill of adrenaline for, you know, a team of, of people getting together and putting out a production process like this, because everything has to have in order, in steps, in sequence, and it has to happen um, just as needed to uh, have a finished product. It's uh, pretty awesome. And uh, the team, the culinary team we have is just they're outstanding and yeah. their safety and they all have to have, you know, certifications and whatnot, but um, I'm really proud of them and I'm lucky to work next to these guys. That's great. That's great. A lot of people are going to try this for the first time. You got any chef tips for, uh, for somebody that, you know, that, that that's, that's going to fire up a Turkey for the first time. What's the secret to Turkey? Cause drying it out is the, mm. that's, that's the horrendous thing, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone's worst fear is a dry Turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you brought up um, people frying, I was just thinking my my greatest fear for anyone regarding safety would be if they were going to, you know, deep fry a turkey out in the garage or out in the yard or something. Yeah. If, in fact, that turkey was not completely defrosted and there was still ice crystals in mm. the meat, okay. you know, that, that's a recipe for a bubbling, burning disaster. Gotcha. And the main thing would be is, you know, hey. Make sure that and to stick your hand in that turkey and feel everywhere, and it does should should not feel frozen or super cold like a freezer touch would be mm-hmm. because uh, you're going to have issues if that's the case. But doing the the deep frying the turkey and that those two things together, well, ice and water and fryer oil, are hmm. a recipe for an explosion. I didn't realize mm. you'd think ice would just melt in, in right. fryer oil. I never, I never realized that was why it was so dangerous, because people put them in while they're still partially frozen. Yeah, I was on a catering job about 10 years ago, and this kid, uh, we were actually in Peoria. It was actually for Aaron Shock, hmm. and, and we were in Peoria, and for some reason, this kid threw uh, his glass near our fryer and his glass of Kool-Aid or water or what. He didn't mean to do it, but it went into our fryer, and it was just the water and the <laughs> the oil do not mix. And it was mm. a, it was it was a rumbling volcano of oil jumping out of a fryer. It was wow. just crazy. Yeah, but, yeah. That, but, but you're <laughs> pleased with that one. <laughs> oh, I was in a real good mood. <laughs> yeah, uh, but now, but, but but like like you said, Eric, the everyone's worst fear when they're cooking a turkey, whether it's the first or the hundredth time, is to have dry yeah. turkey. Are, are you and, are, are you're, you're well, done with the big meals? But are, are you completely shut down for pickups on Thursday if somebody just wanted mac and cheese or something? On this coming Thursday, yeah, we're okay. uh, completely we're we're sold out of inventory. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. So that, that's good. That's a great problem to have. So you know yeah, that idea worked. Yeah, you know, and we're excited to have people have uh, our goodies in their home, and we're proud that they're going to love it. So I'm looking forward to it. But back to the the dryness of a turkey. There's only one. There's one thing I can tell anyone that's cooking a turkey, and it, it doesn't really mean that it has to be a turkey uh, subject here. We're talking about anything that you sure. cook and prepare mm-hmm. and whatnot. But the internal temperature of a bird 
needs to achieve uh, your height of 165 degrees. Okay. Now, if you stick a thermometer in there and it's, it's pushing 160, creeping up to 165, you pull the bird out and let it rest. Mm. Now, if something happens, you're pushing 170, 175 when you stick a thermometer in there in the deep part of the breast, you're going to have some dry turkey. It's That threshold is there. Okay. So you want to make sure. So the last half hour, you're sticking, you're opening the oven, and it's okay. You're not going to lose all the heat. Open the oven, stick it in, pull it out, look and see what it says. You know, but your your main goal is to pull that booger out of the oven right at 160, 65. Mm-hmm. And then if that's the case, you should be in good shape. Can you save the turkey? If it gets a little too dry, can you save it? How, how can you save it? What can you use the meat for? Gravy. Gravy. <laughs> you know, um, we, we always uh, use meat for sandwiches and, and soups and uh, turkey and noodles, but we like to use the turkey drippings to uh, make a gravy and mm-hmm. or pour over the turkey and use for mashed potatoes and gravy. And that's always your – that's what brings it home is the mashed potatoes and gravy and the turkey. So if the white meat's a little dry, you dip it in the gravy. It's going to be good. And then, you know, you got your sandwiches for days after that. Mm-hmm. So what is the Mason house like on Thursday night? You've made 44 turkeys for other people. Are one of those yours? <laughs> yeah, we are doing one for my family. Okay, for, uh, okay. <laughs> typically, we, typically we go to my mom's, and there's about 20 of us, but this year it's going to be like five or six, so we're doing a, one of our turkeys, and we'll take it over there, and it'll be done just like the rest, and then hopefully around 3 o'clock, Eric, I'm taking a nap. Yeah, that mm. sounds, yeah, towards the end of the of the first football game, because it'll probably be the Lions, I can't remember, and mm-hmm. nobody cares about the Lions, but uh, yeah, yeah that, would, that would be good. The Steelers-Ravens game at night, you want to be awake for that by mm. 7, that's going to be good football. I just, yeah. I, I, I wondered if you're going to tell me, oh no, by the by the end of that day, we're, uh, we're just going to have spaghetti for dinner. So, so, <laughs> yeah. so do you have a favorite food that's not on your menu? Me? Yes. Oh. I don't have um, a menu. <laughs> my, uh, you know, I'm fortunate. I'm in an environment all the time to where I can probably eat anything and everything I want made mm-hmm. by a chef. And I've been spoiled. But I'm going to have to tell you, my favorite food, my go-to, if, uh, if I'm on death row and my last meal is going to be something, it's going to be some smoked sausage some italian sausage mm-hmm. and some cheese and some bread really yes it's not going to be a lobster it's not going to be a steak mm-hmm. i'm telling you um those things are wonderful uh however um just my particular palate is such that uh a, a good a well-made sausage and some good cheese and some bread it, that's where it's at yeah mm. so where's your favorite mm-hmm. to get that you got a you got a go to uh, spot. You, well, I well in town here locally. Yeah, my my favorite and oh darn it, there's two places my wife always loves to get stuff. One's the that uh, the barbecue place on North Oakland, and the Tasty's Grill over at the Old Elam. Yeah, they got good sauces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they got they got good sauces there. Other than that, the best stuff I have is typically coming out of my kitchen because right. I order everything and I have to make sure all the ingredients meet our standards. So yeah, when I do yeah. get when I get in Dewey sauces or something in, um, gotcha. you know it's a, it, it's a treat. I think that was a Kansas City barbecue pit shout out too for North Oakland. Oh, it, oh yeah, yeah that, it that, is. That's, it, oh, yep. Yeah. Um, they uh, that place I didn't even know it was there a year ago, but my wife found it. 
and we had it one day and brought it to our family, and no one could believe how good it was. Yeah, mm. it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's, a, <laughs> that's the sponsor of our phone line. You're on the phone line of them right now. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know, those, guys, those guys rock it. They that's do good. a great job. Uh, tell me, tell me about how you're doing things after we get past uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. Are you guys open certain nights, certain certain dishes? How are you doing carry out? Yeah, we're uh, well. The main thing here right now for us, Eric, is you know the big picture is to keep everyone safe and and our fellow community members safe by abiding by any and all rules. But the thing is, what I want to do is I want my employees to work. I want them to be able to get hours in. I want them to feel good about themselves. I want them to go through the holidays and have money in their pocket. Mm -hmm. I mean, at at the end of the day, you know, um, I'm not so important. The restaurant's not so important. But the people that live off, you know, that that count on me in that place. Yeah. Those are the important, and then they have kids and wives and spouses and stories, and I'm worried about, you know, people, not just my business, but everyone, but um, my goal is to to stay open and get as many people working as possible, sell as many to-goes, takeaways, catering to drop-offs as possible, and we'll market stuff on Facebook. Yeah. As soon as we we get through the holidays here, or the Thanksgiving holiday, we're going to get real specific about what we market and try to be concise and precise with about five different menu items for family style packs and or drop off a lunch office or drop off a dinner somewhere. We're going to try to, we're going to see how that works and then hopefully be able to keep some people working and keep them happy and keep the uh, presents under those Christmas trees. Well, good deal. DecaturBeachHouse.com is your website. You can go to DecaturBeachHouse.com forward slash menus. See what's available, and uh, I see here you're doing lunch from eleven to two, Monday to Friday, and dinner five to nine. Saturdays five mm-hmm. to nine as well, or just five to nine, I guess I should say. Uh, yeah. And and the phone number is four two two seven two zero two. And I also just realized on indicator dot com, we got a video of you uh, showing people how to cook a turkey. Yeah, <laughs> we did that earlier today. It was a lot of fun. Perfect. <laughs> so people, if they if they miss the the uh, the verbal rundown, they can go actually watch a video that we have on indicator dot com of you doing it too, which is awesome. So, yeah, it's pretty bad. It was a good. It's not a pretty fella to look at, but uh, it was fun to do. <laughs> give me, give me one Thanksgiving side dish addition that somebody should consider a little pinch of what in something. Is there is there an easy thing that's not giving away a secret? Do you well, add? Do, is there is there something people that sometimes they add to a potato dish or a cranberries or stuffing? How do you make stuffing yeah, good? <laughs> I would say. Don't say raisins. One of, well, yeah, <laughs> one of the one of the secrets that uh, chefs use uh, across this country um, for flavoring, for example, um, if you were going to coat your turkey with something, let's say okay. garlic, pepper, and let's say salt. Well, what you can also do is get um, what is called. Um, chicken base it's not chicken broth it's rendered down to be a paste hmm. so if you spread chicken paste all over that that's amazing flavor hmm. and so beef base and chicken base are something that every chef has in the kitchen and those are some of the tools that they don't live life without so i would say adding some chicken base to your gravy chicken base to the outsides of the turkey you know okay. um, also brining your turkey for 6 to 10 hours before in, in a salt water solution also helps retain salt 
Um, mm. A couple tricks like that that we do and has been good to us as far as the, the flavor and texture of turkeys. And uh, we got a pretty good system down, and, and those are things we incorporate into it. I like it. Todd, great to talk to you. I'm glad things are going well. Hopefully they uh, continue to go well for your people and everybody's people and the, the restaurant industry, and we get back to normal living here pretty soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, anytime you want to talk restaurant, just uh, let's do it. Love it. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great, have a great holiday. I hope you uh, have a very, very well earned nap uh, Thursday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and you all as well. Thanks a lot. So long, sir. Take care, Todd. Mm-hmm. Todd, Mason, Todd Mason with the Beach House, DecaturBeachHouse.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit NewhoffMedia.com.